0: Alright, so the Yankees just split a series in Boston, first time at Fenway this season. And, um, has everybody frustrated? I think that's the best way to put it. And, with that, we're going to talk about what we can do to improve this team tonight. Specifically, as you can tell by the title of this episode, we're going to touch on Andrew Benintendi for a few minutes. Let's get to it, episode 390 of BD4. I'm your host RJ. Let's talk about it. This is RJ Carbone and you're listening to BD4. One by oh, hello. Good. Boy. The rose. He shook up the world again. Anthony for 3. some dexterity as well with the left left. hand. Right, welcome to the show, What's Happening Everybody, episode 390 of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. We also do MMA now too. Yankees every series, Knicks every game, MMA on weekends. Here in episode 390, we're going to discuss, um, as you can tell by the title of this episode, Andrew Benintendi. All right, and I've been advocating for Ben since the very start of this season. Before the media kind of jumped on it. Um, And I've been advocating for a player of Ben skill set, that style of hitter, forever. And and those of you who followed me, um, who followed this podcast since I've started doing it uh, three or so years ago for maybe... Um, those of you who followed the, you know, when I used to write my blog on it, it's my opinion, you all know I am big. I'm a huge advocate for hitters like Andrew Benintendi, the style of hitters like Andrew Benintendi. So we're going to talk about why the Yankees need, not should, not anything less than need to get Andrew Benintendi by the trade deadline after this month. That's what we're gonna do. So before we get into it, just want to say thank you for stopping by. I appreciate each and every one of you. Um means a lot. Episode 390 of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, or maybe you're watching the video format of this podcast on YouTube and Spotify. But if you are listening, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and be sure to give us a five-star rating and review. We are currently a five-star podcast and would like to keep it that way. So listen to us, download these episodes when you do, or watch the podcast. Again, YouTube and Spotify. Subscribe to the podcast there. So the Yankees just finished up a four-game set in Boston, and while they're lineup wasn't a problem that series. Their offense was fine. They scored a lot of runs. The same problems do seem to rear their ugly heads with the lineup every year. Um, You know, for stretches during the regular season, of course, year after year, that happens. But really, we see the ultimate issues pop up in the postseason with this Yankee lineup. And that's what I want to talk about, and that's what I think getting a Benintendi. That's why I think getting a Benintendi can help, is because he is kind of the opposite of the style of offense that the Yankees bring. So we're going to talk about it. All right, let's get to our first break real quick, just really briefly, and then when we get back, we'll talk about Benintendi. Alright, welcome back to the show, episode 390 of BD4. I'm your host, RJ Carbone. So, the Yankee offense this season, as you can see here on the screen if you are watching the podcast, they are currently first in runs scored across the MLB with 450. They are 14th in batting average with a 245 average. They're second in on base percentage at 327. They are first in slugging percentage at 444. First in OPS, which is on base and slugging combined, at 771. 20th in batting average with runners in scoring position at 248. 19th in strikeouts, which means they have the 19th most strikeouts of the 30 teams, with 715. 1st in walks with 332. 1st in home runs, of course, with 146. 26 in doubles with 120. 120. 6 triples, which is 26th in baseball. And then they are 4th in stolen bases with 58. So, again, this is a lineup that puts together good at-bats and they hit a lot of home runs, right? That's what the Yankee lineup does. They they hit home runs, they walk, and they strike out. Now again, 19th in strikeouts is not a terrible stat. Like One could look at that and say, oh, the Yankees are a contact hitting team. They have guys who make contact, but they're, the core of the Yankee lineup, their best hitters are still guys who are striking out a lot. Right, the guys they rely on in Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, um, even guys like Josh Donaldson. And of course, everybody's favorite, Joey Gallo. That's one, two, three, four guys. That's almost half the lineup that strikes out. You, know, Those guys strike out a lot. Okay, And they're not, not to put them all in the same boat because some of them are having better seasons some of them are having worse seasons than others of course Aaron Judge is, is you know a front runner for the American League MVP but the fact that the Yankees do have a lot of guys in the lineup that strike out is kind of why I want a guy like Andrew Benintendi and when you zoom in to the one guy they're trying to get rid of this year and you could see Joey Gallo is playing less and less and less and less I think Benintendi would be a humongous upgrade over Gallo. Now Joey Gallo, this season across 70 games played, he's batting 166. He has an on-base of 288. He's got a slugging of 341, an OPS of 629. He's batting 157 with runners in scoring position. He's striking out 92 times in the 70 games he's played. 35 walks, 10 home runs, 4 doubles, a triple, and 21 RBIs. It's like, what, July 11th? (laughs) He has been terrible. He's okay defensively. But we got this guy to hit home runs. The Yankees, Cashman acquired him last trade deadline. Because he expected him to be a 35 home run threat. Right? If he's not going to hit for a high average at least hit you 35 home runs and it'll make up for it. Right? That's all, what's that's what a lot of Yankees fans thought they were getting with the flaws that he has. He's been all flaws. The home runs are not there. You can't bat 166, get on base just 28% of the time, have an OPS in the 600s, and only have 10 home runs. That's not going to cut it. He strikes out two to three times a night. And again, he's starting to... You can see the Yankees are are kind of hinting that they're about done with him. I think he's gone. Now the question remains, what the hell are you going to get for, for Joey Gallo? And you're probably not going to get much. What are you going to do with that position after? And so again... That's where I talk about getting Andrew Benintendi. With the Royals this season, Andrew, Pen- Andrew Benintendi, across 84 games played, is batting 313 with a 384 on base percentage, a 396 slugging, 780 OPS, 282 batting average with Furnisson scoring position, 50 strikeouts in those 84 games. 37 walks, 3 homers, 13 doubles, 2 triples, 35 RBIs. Again, this Yankee lineup lacks everything Andrew Benintendi could give them. Getting a Benintendi gives them a completely different look. It gives them a 300 bat. They don't have that. D.J. LeMayu is no longer that guy. Aaron Judge was hitting 300 for most of the season, but again, he's going to strike out. He's going to go into slumps. He's a power hitter. They don't have a 300 hitter. Every great Yankees team, every World Series winning Yankees team, I feel like had at least one or two. They had guys who could put the bat on the ball. Benintendi's a 300 hitter. Because he's also a contact hitter. He doesn't strike out much. The more the better. The more those guys the better. He's a lefty. Put him inside Yankee Stadium. That could reap benefits. He's a doubles hitter man. Hits a lot of doubles. Has had 340 double seasons. He can... I feel like the last Yankee, like the last lefty double-sitter we've had, Robinson Cano. Great Yankee. Which, by the way, I hope he absolutely destroys it and rakes with Atlanta just to rub it in the, the Mets' face. He sprays it around the outfield, man. He's, a, he's not just a strict pull hitter, I don't believe. He can spray it around But he's perfect, man. The Yankees need those types of hitters. Why do you think they're so prone to these hot and cold stretches? Right? Right now they're on a run. But we've seen them go through these stretches, like when they faced good pitching in Houston or against Houston, and get no hit, no hit the next day until the 7th inning. (laughs) like they go through these really bad offensive stretches because they have guys in that lineup who go up there and try not to get cheated all the time and they just hack sometimes. Aaron Hicks is, is notorious for hacking, swinging through changeups like it's nothing sometimes. Um Stanton will swing at some swing at some ugly pitches. He'll give you that one-handed swing when he's not on. Even Aaron Judge, he hasn't been the same lately. He's been a little, you know, slumping a little bit. Last few weeks. Maybe about a month now. Not the same. So you just. You got to have more consistent hitters. More consistency in there. And a guy like Benintendi. Who again is batting three thirteen this season. That's consistent. That's telling you he's probably going to get at least one hit a night. And a lot of the time we will get two. You're going to need that. You're gonna need it, especially with the catalyst at the top of the order. Again, DJ LeMahieu not exactly doing what he did his first two seasons with the Yankees. I really, really, really think they should go and grab Benintendi. It just makes it makes too much sense. I'm tired of watching this lineup every October. Flop against good pitching. They flop every time and have to rely on that big home run hit, that one swing. I'd rather have a guy who is going to get on base twice a game for you because he puts the bat on the ball and he puts together pretty good at bats. Not to make Andrew Benintendi out like he's, you know, amazing, but he's good. He's a pretty good player. He's been an all-star before, I believe. And he's a significant upgrade over Joey Gallo. Significant. Now, he has some cons. He only has three home runs. He's not slugging over 400. I'm fine with that. I actually joked about it the other, uh, I think, last episode. I joked about it, how I kind of like how he only has three home runs. Give us a different look. Give me somebody who can prioritize the single, the double, the triple, and not just go up there looking for the homer. That's fine. That is fine. We have 156 home runs the Yankees do. Okay? They hit enough of those things. They're going to be okay. Okay? Seven home runs less than Joey Gallo with everything else that he's going to upgrade you with, that's fine. And then the other downside, and plus, before we get to the other downside, he's going to be playing in Yankee Stadium. A lefty in Yankee Stadium, who's to say he can't run into 12 to 15 more home runs this year? Give him a full season in Yankee Stadium. Could very well hit you 15 plus, maybe 20. But it's not about that for me, man. It's about getting a guy in there who can consistently make contact. Put the barrel of the bat on the ball. Get good wood on it. That's Benintendi. He can do it. And the other downside is he's he doesn't have a great arm. I think he's a pretty good outfielder. Like He can run. He's got some range. But he doesn't have a great arm. Um, but the you know the, there have been some great Yankee outfielders who've got away with that, Bernie Williams, Johnny Damon. Like it, it, that's that's not concerning to me. You can always mm-hmm. DH him. Boone likes to shuffle the lineup around anyway. So I don't know if he's played a lot of center field. I think he can. So there's the question. You know, do you want to keep Judge there all year? I, I, at this point, Judge is a Major League Baseball player. I get it. You're trying to keep him healthy. He's, he's shown he could do it. Just, just let him play center field. I'm fine with just throwing Tendy back in left field. So he'll be a free agent in the winter. He's only getting $8.5 million this season. So he's going to be cheap in terms of dollars and cents. You know, really solid rental player to have when you're trying to chase a chip. Maybe they extend him. 27 year old. 27 years old. Now, what would it cost? I'm not going to sit here and make up these trade proposals like everybody else does. Um, But, you know, just throwing something out there. Maybe Peraza. Probably Peraza. I'll do it. Peraza plus 1 mid to low to your prospect. Right? Maybe maybe Cashman can figure something out. Maybe he waits till the price drops. Maybe it only gives, you know, maybe you only have to give up Luis Medina uh, or maybe only Everson Pereira uh, was it Trey Sweeney. I just said I wouldn't do that shit and here I am. But I don't you know, it's it's nothing that's going to acquire Volpe. Despite what the rumors said, it's not going to acquire Dominguez. You can get Benintendi for for relatively cheap, and if you're trying to win the World Series championship, you got to put your chips on the table. You're going to have to give a little bit to get. So if you're not going to if you're not going to call up some of these guys this season, move them, move them for upgrades. Give me Benintendi. I'm not going in house. I'm not going in-house and riding with Florial. I'm not going in-house and riding with Miguel Andujar. I'm not going to expect Matt Carpenter to sustain this ridiculous level of play that he's been given the Yankees. You got to go with the sure thing, the more sure thing, the more certain thing. And that's getting a guy who you know has had success year after year after year and is still pretty young in Andrew Benintendi right you go with the prospect there's always the doubt of well he's unpredictable he could very well not do the job you, you know you just stick with Carpenter you gotta remember he's 36 years old and he's if he was to just not do much with every day at bats the rest of the year that wouldn't be shocking you have to have to have to have to make this move for Benintendi There's some talk about Brian Reynolds, Ian Happ, Cedric Mullins even from Baltimore, although I think he's staying there now. Michael Taylor, because they've got a wild card shot. The Michael Taylor thing came out today. I don't want to shop at Walmart. Do you? Not again. I'm done with that. It's like 2019 all over again. We were expecting big shit. Cashman went into the bargain bin. The main guy, I think, I, I, I'm sorry, they need to do it. They need to go and get Benintendi, man. It just, it makes too much sense. It makes too much sense. So, again, they can score runs. They can slug, hit home runs. But the things they lack, batting average hitters, situational hitting, Contact hitting, right? Fourteenth in average, twentieth in scoring position, nineteenth in strikeouts. But again, they have a lot of guys who strike out. Those three areas right there, you're getting it with Benintendi. Twenty-sixth in doubles. Getting that with Benintendi. Four right there. And and here's the thing, the doubles the doubles are over are underrated as shit, man. I've always admired the Boston Red Sox offense as much as I hate the Red Sox. I love their lineup because every year they're amongst the leaders in batting average. They have a lot of home runs. And they're also amongst the league leaders in doubles. So when they're not hitting home runs, instead of recording outs like the Yankees can do when they're not hitting home runs, the Red Sox instead, they'll be hitting doubles. They balance it out a lot more, and I love that. That's how the Houston Astros went on their run. Of course, they had a little help from cameras. But getting a team together, constructing a lineup that has a good balance of contact and power has always been the recipe, especially for the Yankees. Look at every great World Series winning Yankees team. They were teams that hit for a high batting average, teams that put the ball in play. And didn't just have three true outcome guys. So Ben and I think, would be phenomenal for them. Let me know what you guys think. That's all I got for this episode. That's it. The Yankees need to trade for Benintendi. It's a must. That's all. It's a must. Has to happen. And if they go out there and they do nothing this trade deadline again, they uh, hell is gonna be raised. There's no way they don't, right? There's no way that Cashman sits there. Of course, I want Castillo. I want maybe another bullpen arm. David Bedner. But maybe that's a conversation for another episode. In this one, tonight, Monday, July 11th, I just wanted to talk about how the Yankees must get Benintendi. Just makes way too much sense. And all the analytics freaks are going to flip out. Right? They love Gallo. Somehow they still do. And they hate Ben Somehow. But those are mostly people who've never played the game of baseball in their life. So you got to take them with a grain of salt. I'm all for it, man. Give the Yankees a different look. Go out of their comfort zone and get a contact hitter. Ben will be awesome. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. That's all we got. I'll see you in the next episode. Ciao. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. It's the best way to make a podcast. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm.